All right, guys, here we are. Burnt offerings. How's it going? Fucking <laughs> episode fucking eight. I don't know. Is it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's the one after seven. <laughs> we just got off the best phone call ever for one of my favorite people in the fucking world. It was interesting. Oh my god, I'm loving it. You, I, need, I, need, I seriously, I'm gonna sit in a corner, popcorn. You guys, you guys can just go at it. It's gonna be a night. I'm gonna need plentiful drinks. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yes. It's gonna make me like this person probably even more because she's sharp. She's very sharp. Viper. And I love it. But anyway, here we are. We're back. And uh, there'll be hell to pay. Um, yeah, so what's been up? It's been like been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. Um, started a new job doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm happier and uh, stoked to be there. So I guess that counts for something so matters man yeah just being happy yeah i'm down like i'm totally cool with it man what how about you i got the same job uh i'm guess i'm as happy as i've been there they keep moving me into like new groups so hopefully that pays off when my review comes up in the next i don't know two weeks okay uh if it doesn't then you know i'll be looking elsewhere but you know for now stepping stones Right on. Do you still go to that arcade for lunch? Uh, it's been a minute, you know, because usually I go there when I want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be in a certain state of mind to, like, really want to drink at noon. <laughs> and I haven't been in that state of mind for a minute. But, yeah, I mean, that bar is still legit. Yeah. I'm I mean, to- Street Fighter 2, Ch- which one is it? Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition, More Combat 2. Plus a Neo Geo machine that I guarantee has Samurai Showdown, Final Fight, at least. Um, maybe a King of Fighters. Which is awesome. Um, Probably Eternal Champions. Yeah, that I mean, that bar is legit. Um, I got something other than fries last time I went there because I didn't realize it had, like, veggie burgers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But it's we're, cool. We'll have to check that, that bar out because uh, I'm interested. Yeah. So issue is when i go to that bar i go at lunch and by the time i hit lunch since i really don't eat breakfast i'm kind of on the hungry side and i get like jack and cokes so after like two of those i go back to the office feeling good <laughs> Just i gotta, would imagine gotta make sure i don't see my boss <laughs> right well we'll go there on a day off if tomorrow wasn't mother's day maybe we could work something out but dude i've actually thought about just going down there getting looking hammered and there's about five hotels within a two-block radius okay. of the bar. We can make a date out of it. it sounds good. Go sleep in my office. <laughs> nice. And I'm sure. I'm sure they close like the fucking. Uh, even being able to get in with my badge, they probably lock that down at some time. Well, that's cool. Um, but yeah, no, that's what. I, but I've been up to this past week. Haven't really done shit. Yeah, same here. Went for a cold ride yesterday. Drove down to my parents' house on my bike. It was nice and warm. Sun was out. Sunny as shit. So I just went in just a hoodie with my vest on. Cruised down. Didn't think about leaving there at dusk. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's pretty crispy, man. Yeah, yeah. If you don't live in Michigan, it gets crispy cold here at night. Around this time of year. When Around it's like, this, yeah. Is it fucking spring, summer? Is it winter still? It's those mixed days where I leave with a hoodie on. And I work outside, and then I don't have a hoodie on by, like, 1 o'clock. Yeah, and you either got to carry it or got to, like, do the whole round the waist. Yeah, which really sucks because <laughs> that it's really hard to look cool when you got a hoodie tied around your waist. Flannel, different story. But uh, what have you – you been watching anything lately? Or? I have been, man. I've been watching a few. Like, I mean, I've been trying to get back into it. Usually I keep myself so, like, occupied with things that – when I go to bed, I just fucking go to bed. But this week, I've actually watched a few. Um, well, I've watched two, and one that I put down here was one that I watched a while ago, but we haven't talked about it. Okay. And I share my things. I watched uh, uh, Johnny from Sakuzu came over the other night and um, hung out, drank some beers, and we watched uh, Manson Family by uh, Jim Van Bever. Nice. Came out in like '97. Okay. And it's it's legit. It's really good. It's basically based off of the, uh, I'm going to say the book, but I mean, there's been so many fucking books. I want to say it was a book. I can't remember who wrote it. But it's based off of that book, which is like the main book about Manson. 
so much tits and ass in this movie. Oh, nice. It's actually, it's like, the movie's legit. It's really fucking good. Can't say I've seen it. Who then have watched uh, Phantom of the Paradise? Come on, 74. Have you seen that one? I have not. It's kind of like a musical, like, th- almost think Rocky Horror Picture Show, but not like a little bit, I guess, I'd almost say a little bit less on the musical side from that. But it's about this, uh, uh, there's this guy who owns this record company called, um, was it called Death Death Records, I think? Okay. And he wants this dude's music, but he doesn't want the dude. So he gets this guy to tan over his music, and like he says, like, oh, well, I'm going to look it over, and I'll put out your first record. So this guy gives him the music, and a month later he goes to the guy, to the the guy's, the guy goes to the record label, like, hey, what the fuck? This guy said he was going to get a hold of me within a month. You know, whatever. Gets thrown out. Then he tries, uh, I want to say, you know, like, something else happened. He tries, like, breaking in or whatever. And he gets um, arrested. They plant drugs on him, and he gets thrown in prison. They rip his teeth out because they're saying that was, like, a source of infection. So he's, like, steel teeth. And then while he's in prison, it's, like, six months later, a guard walks by with a fucking uh, radio, and he hears that, uh, um, I'm blanking on the dude's name, but the guy who runs the fucking... St- uh, label getting ready to open this whole new venue called the Paradise, and he's gonna use basically his music well, to right open on. it. Okay, dude, fucking flips his shit, Oof. tackles a guard, escapes, leaves, whatever, ends up in the Paradise. No, he ends up back at the record company and just starts trashing everything, and he sees the fucking record press, and a guard comes and he goes to turn he gets his like arm caught on the switch for the record press and he falls back and it fucking presses his head so one side of his face gets all fucking burnt because that's really the record the side that the fucking record was pressing it right for like the uh iso cuts and then he ends up at the paradise and he's all fucking disfigured but he finds like a mask and a cape and becomes the phantom of the paradise and like sets it off to where he was trying to get this one chick who the chick the main chick her name's phoenix is the chick who played fucking Susie banning in uh suspiria really yeah fucking uh jessica harper okay she's like the main chick that he's trying he wants her to sing his songs and only her so like he kills he, he like blows up a whole bunch of fucking people he like plants like dynamite in a fucking car that they're gonna push on the stage with all these people on it right kills them starts talking to swan swan's the dude who runs the record label starts talking to that guy because he fucking sees him and like tracks him down he's like yeah you know whatever and they work out this deal like i pick who sings my songs you can do them and he picks that fucking phoenix girl well then he's like okay well for you to do that you got to sit in this fucking room and write a whole new sonata and she'll sing it. It makes him sign this contract in blood. Oh, nice. And, like, shit goes on from there. And then towards the end, he gets the whole fucking Sonata fucking written. And dude, Swan sneaks in and grabs, like, the last fucking group from it. Because he was him feeding him, like, speed to keep him up to do it. Grabs, like, the last bit while he's sleeping and then fucking bricks him in the room. So he's, like, locked in the fucking room. Holy fuck, man. And then uh, he ends up breaking out of the room and his fucking voice is gone and shit. So he's speaking out of, like, this fucking, like weird speaker thing it look he looks fucking pissed <laughs> and then he sees fucking uh he ends up like following everybody around killing people threatening people and whatever ends up at swan's apartment like on top of his building and like swan's in bed with that phoenix chick and he's like in love with that phoenix chick and swan like turns his camera on and can see that he's on the roof so he starts like going to town with his phoenix girl and then nice fucking the fan like stabs himself in the heart like goes to kill himself and like, then it shows like he shows him falling then it shows fucking swan walk up with like just an umbrella and like pulls the knife out of him just like yeah you can't fucking kill yourself like read your contract this fucking contract ends when i die so he can't kill himself oh shit and then he tries killing swan and that's when swan's like i'm under contract too so he can't die either then you find out as it goes on like fucking Swan's under contract with the devil. He sold the soul to the devil to stay young and just bang chicks, basically. Nice. And then fucking Phantom figures out how to end it and blah, 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 blah. People die. Swan dies. He dies because once he kills the swan, the wound in his chest fucking does his thing. Everyone dies. 
Nice. Everyone fucking dies. Awesome movie, though. I love this movie. Yeah, it sounds pretty fucking awesome. I'm going to have to borrow that from you. Yeah, you should, because it's fucking great. starts off kind of weird, like a little slow, but as soon as it gets to the point where, like, he's fucking pissed about Swan stealing his music, it's like A-plus from there on. Okay. And then the other one was, uh, this is, like, I guess old for the most part, but I finally watched, like, a month ago, Phantasm Ravenger. Okay. Which I don't know. Did we talk about this at all? Um, I didn't think we did. I don't think so. I, I want to say that we did not. I'll just touch on it real quick. Like, it's it's pretty much what, what you'd expect for what it is. It's it's not one of the old fucking phantasms, obviously. You can tell it's very modern, like, the equipment they used. CGI. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some CGI. I actually forgot about that until you said it, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the camera angles with how crisp the film was because you use new cameras it just it made it it gave it a sci-fi channel horror vibe I can imagine but I mean I, I for what it was I'm like okay I, I I don't hate it I dig it like I'm still into it and it gets to the end and they basically end it with it's all in Reggie's head like this whole time it's been in Reggie's head None of this has been real. Right. And I was like, okay, I dig that. I could get that for because it's supposed to be ending the series. This was supposed to be the movie that kind of wraps it all up. I mean, fucking Angus is dead. Wrapping it up. And I, I really like that ending because they ended it with um, the two main characters from the first one, the two brothers, were on his, at his bedside. And he's like in this home and it's all in his fucking head. He's all like, he's got like dementia or whatever. And then he dies. And I'm like, cool. Right. That actually makes sense for ending this. Like, I, I can get behind that. Like, I can go into it and not mind it. Except. And the credits, the credits started to go. And then they started showing more shit. And then they played it off. Like, then he gets back. Like, it's like after he's dead or whatever. Now he, get, he gets back into the fucking Barracuda with fucking Michael and the brother and, like, it keeps going on for like another 10 minutes after that. And it's like, they kept it going. Like it's still a lot. Like I, it did that. It lost me after that. Like I was on board pretty much, even with the shitty CGI, the shitty fucking acting. Cause the only person who actually delivered their lines that I felt like was full hearted, like was Angus tall man. Nice. He delivered his lines. Great. Reggie was hit or miss. Everybody else sucked. Hmm. And then they got to the end and I'm like, okay, the ending I get, and it makes sense. I forgive everything else I fucking hated. <laughs> I don't mind this movie. It makes sense for what it is. And then they went on after that. And then I heard that Cascarelli said, oh, well, if we make another Phantasm, it's going to be with a whole new cast. Like, no, you don't say if. Just say we're not going to fucking make another Phantasm at this point. Like, please, you can't yeah. fucking do it. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking do it. So I was kind of salty about that. Yeah. But, like, uh, the movie up until the what I view it as what should be the original ending, I mean, it's it for what it is, it's good. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. It's fucking a movie that has been trying to get made for fucking years. True story, yeah. And they were just, it was supposed to be to end out the fucking series. Right. It's kind of what it did. They had, like, characters started making reappearances in it, like, from throughout the franchise. They brought their character back. Right on. So you're like, oh, shit, that's the fucking chick from this one. Right on. Which is which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But for true fans of like the Phantasm series, yeah, you know the franchise. You're gonna see like people. I mean, even if you don't, they kind of show a flashback sequence for almost all of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to even catch you up to speed. Yeah, but like if 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 you know the series, as soon as you see that person, you're gonna know exactly which one it was from, who they were. Like, <laughs> it's right. legit. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna say I hated it. It's kind of what I expected for the most part. I had higher hopes, but I wasn't fully invested in thinking it was going to be that. So I don't blame you. Yeah. It, it, just that last fucking like adding on to that ending to make it more than it was. Like, God damn it, dude. You shouldn't have done that. Right. Because it was like, I'll give it that. Like, it was up to that point. It was, I got that ending. Like, I got where it was going. Because they kept, they, they kept playing on the fact of he, because he's in this fucking like hospital. 
but he keeps going in between being in the hospital and being like in the desert and then being in this fucking like basically like tall man's world where it's like everything's just fucking almost like Mad Max style like everything's just fucking ruined and you're like okay that's cool I get that right. and it just where they should have ended they're like oh, let's take a good one a little further <laughs> yeah that sucks yeah but yeah I mean those are the ones i've been watching i don't know what you've been watching uh the other day actually i watched a movie called alien contamination mm-hmm. it's an old school movie with ian mcclellick if i'm saying his name right he was in zombie um a lot of people pegged it as an alien ripoff the original alien but i noticed actually watching this movie that aliens took from alien contamination yeah. Yeah, you can tell that, you know, when they made aliens, they were kind of like using alien contamination as like a blueprint. And I can't think of the alternate title to that. Do you know what it is? I cannot. I know alien contamination. I just don't know the alternate title. Yeah, there's a like the Blu-ray that came out. There's an, another name for it. And I can't think of what the fuck it's called, but it's a cool movie. Um it's kind of a sci-fi thriller kind of a deal. I actually think I have that DVD of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's under a different name, too, uh, and I can't think of what the uh, other name of it is, but I dug it. It's pretty cool um, for its time. It was released on Paragon. Um, Pretty sweet movie. I also watched Pieces, which anybody that knows me knows Pieces is one of my favorite movies ever made. Just Contamination? Yeah. Okay. That's what it's saying. It's uh, also known as just Contamination. Okay. Yeah, and I think the Blu-ray was like Contamination 2.0. It had extra features or something on it. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Either Contamination or Alien Contamination. I watched that this week in uh, Pieces, as I was saying. Um, I'm pretty jealous. Uh, Will from Buffalo, Mm -hmm. Will Terrence. He said that he's seen that movie in a theater and that the crowd went absolutely apeshit. Pieces? Yeah, Pieces. Like a few weeks ago, recently. And I'm super jealous because I would love to see Pieces in a theater. It's one of my all-time favorite, favorite movies. Yeah. You know, just everything about it, it's uh, about as sleazy as it gets, and the kill scenes are great, and it was during the golden era of slashers, man. It's fits right in there so yeah uh those are the two main ones that i've been watching for sure um yeah pieces um christopher george and linda day are in that movie and uh christopher george i didn't realize was in so many good movies that i like yeah yeah he's in a ton of movies in grizzly he's in mortuary he's in a ton of movies but uh yeah (laughs) Pieces is fucking awesome. I always loved it the first time I watched it. Pretty much is like the very last scene. Mm-hmm. Fucking bodies laying there. Yep. Or over him. You think it's fucking just, it's all said and done. And this uh, fucking hand just busts out and grabs that dude's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and his face. And then they freeze frame it. Yeah. And then credits roll. That's <laughs> so good, dude. So fucking good. But I just dig the way the, uh, the movie's shot. It's like a Jallo film. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I just dig how the killer wears a top hat and, like, his face is covered by his collar and he wears leather gloves. Is it really a top hat? It, it is. It is. It's like... I don't think it's a top hat. Okay. Well, I mean... <laughs> okay. You know, um, here in Michigan, when you pull into a neighborhood, the neighborhood uh, suspicious activity sign... Of the guy with the hat on. Neighborhood watch. Yes, the neighborhood watch. That's not a top hat. Okay, whatever the (laughs) fuck it is, that guy's wearing that hat. I don't know what kind of hat it is. It's not a fedora. I don't know. Hat hat, uh, aficionados. Let us know what type of hat that is. Yeah, it's just like your old school... Yeah, it's not a top hat. He's not a fucking magician, but... He's not the fucking Monopoly, man. (laughs) But whatever. He's wearing a hat. His face is covered. He's wearing black gloves. It's just got an old school, like, murder mystery kind of thing going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the whole thing is like you're trying to puzzle together what's going on. No pun intended. 
Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> God, I love pieces. It's so fucking good, man. The kill scenes are just excellent. And the dialogue is just awful. <laughs> just the worst dialogue ever. You have to admit, man, just the shit they say in that movie is just awful. But uh, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable to sit through the dialogue, but the kills make it worth it. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I own that on VHS, which is cut to shit. The VHS, yeah. The VHS is. I have the DHS and the DVD. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, probably either get the DVD or get the Blu-ray, which comes with puzzle pieces. Yes. Well, depending on which one you got, there's actually one that came with the full puzzle. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know that one of them came with some puzzle pieces and like a cool poster and like some other cool stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I just have the old school VHS that I bought years ago. Um, and I think it was messed up because the it starts off after the kid has already sawed his mother into pieces. Did you buy it from that guy at Wasteland? No. Okay. <laughs> Surprisingly not, because every fucked up VHS I've ever bought was from that weird guy with the short pants. <laughs> weird guy with the short pants. Yeah, his pants don't quite reach his shoes or his socks. But, yeah, um, I bought it from someone off the VHS Misfits group, so that's good. Um Later on, we're going to get into some Slumber Party Massacre. Yes, but uh, since we kind of like loop in and out of movies and music, what uh, what have you been jamming lately? Oh, man, I am so excited this week to plug some of these bands. I really want everybody that listens to this to check out a band. Oh, called- we're plugging bands now. Oh, well, oh, I was just talking about what you've been listening to. Oh, right? what I've been listening to. Well, I'm going to plug some <laughs> bands, but uh, well, fuck it, you do what did you do, man? Well, to be honest, I've been listening to a lot of old Sepultura. Oh yeah, yeah, like Schizophrenia, Beneath the Remains, Morbid Visions, like the old '80s stuff, and uh, of course Judas Priest, always. And uh, let's see, what else have I been listening to? Well, I'm going to see uh, Windhand with Jared next week, so I threw them on. You know, oh, yeah. Um, you know, Windhand's cool, but um, yeah, I got a slew of bands this week to plug. So I think I got like two that I'm going to plug, and I just don't think I've actually been listening to a small though. Okay. I mean, I've been jamming my like typical like start my day off when I get to work with coffee of like. Angel Witch that goes right into Diamond Head. Nice. That's like been my thing for a while now. Because, I mean, like every day I jam Angel Witch, I just start throwing in the Diamond Head. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, it fits fucking perfect. But then I've been throwing, listening to, the, like, towards, I mean, just like the past couple of days, fucking spinning a lot of Broken Bones. Okay. Which is like, uh, do you know, have I ever shown you Broken Bones? I think you might have, but it was in a drunken haze. Because okay. I, I, I definitely remember you saying something about Broken Bones. Okay, yeah. They're uh, basically uh, early 80s, uh, like, hardcore punk band from England. Two members from Discharge in it, um, Bones and Tez. Tez was drummer, Bones was guitar. And it's, has, it's like Discharge with more of a metallic edge. And as it kind of went on, they almost got considered more of like crossover. Oh, right on. Yeah, but it's fucking pissed. Okay, I, maybe you have the. I mean, anybody who's like, I guess, really not one hundred percent into them and would know them would probably know like their song "Decapitated" and uh, "I Owe You Nothing." We probably their most popular ones. Okay, but uh, decapitated. Yeah. Well, it sounds familiar. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll show them to you later. Do you have the crossover stuff? I do not. Yeah. I don't own any of it. No. That would probably be right down my alley because I love crossover. You know that. It kind of does. I think uh, Broken Bones kind of does what English Dogs did. Fucking punk band kind of like getting more into metal. Yeah. Yeah, they, they seem to do that, bands. Yeah. But um, that's cool. Well, we'll be jamming them after the podcast. I'll throw them on. Fuck yeah. Definitely worth a listen. What else have you been jamming? Ah, uh, fuck, man. Really nothing. I had, uh, I mean, spinning the Nuke album. 
just kind of can't. <laughs> I have nothing to say but laugh. I, I can't. I just laugh because that album's so great. I yeah. just have to laugh. I haven't had I haven't had fucking priest on nothing, but I think I was I was jamming Angel Witch at home, and I like took it off the turntable and just just grab nuke <laughs> and i'm like man i listen to this way too much that's how it happens man you just grab nuke fucking that nuke record i know it's just like a stack of records <clears throat> that i haven't put away yet and usually it's records i haven't like i just bought and i usually want to listen to them before i put them away this whole stack is records i've had forever but it's just like it's like priest nuke uh angel which is in there mm-hmm. um I think the couple skaters splits in there. It's just all shit that I've been like on constant rotation. Right on. <laughs> like it's killer. Kill them all's in there. Like it's just all fucking records that I just been constantly like filing through. Like I don't feel like putting them back. It's all deadly. All good. <laughs> but um Well, I uh I really stress anybody that's into doom metal to go to YouTube and uh, check out a channel called the Holy Parish of Doom because it's subscribe to it. There's if you're into modern doom, it, you can find most of the good bands that are up and coming or already established through the Holy Parish of Doom. Um, I don't know who runs it. I don't know the guy rules or if it's multiple people, but it's on YouTube. Uh, Holy Parish of Doom. You'll find a lot of good Doom music on there. Um, I found a band called Church. Um, it's spelled C-H-R-C-H. There's no U. And uh, the album's called Unanswered Hymns. They're from California. Fucking awesome. They have an upcoming split with Fister mm. that they're going to do. Right. And uh, I'm really excited for that because Church is pretty cool, man. It's like right along the lines of fister but um a little more slower stuff like melodic stuff um i've been jamming um to get back to what i've been jamming lately this is no surprise but uh belzebong their newest album that they that they put out green ferno it's fucking phenomenal dude yeah yeah it's really good uh it starts out with a clip from creep show tom atkins nice yeah when he's like going off on his kid about the comic book and uh yeah the fucking new belzebong they're from poland if if you've never heard them before um definitely check them out they have an uh a couple albums out now but green ferno is their newest one i think it came out last year or maybe even the year before that but they're on tour with a band called dope lord from poland both bands are from poland and Dope Lord is awesome. We were actually jamming them before we started the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are definitely in the vein of Electric Wizard. So, and I know it's cliche to say that. No, you hear <clears> it. You, you can hear it. It's clear as fucking day. It's clear as day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot it's of not people even are like, like. It's not even like, oh, you're fucking like retro 70s doom. Oh, it's fucking Electric Wizard. No. Like, you, you hear it and it's like electric wizard it's electric it's just yeah. clear as day yeah it's not like your youtube comments on every doom band like this reminds me of electric wizard no yeah. this band really really sounds like electric wizard but in a good way and they put their own spin on it they have an album called magic rights uh the full album's awesome check out a tune called lucifer's son uh the riffage is colossal and uh dude just killer stoner doom but uh, going back to Fister, uh, Kenny from Fister recommended a band called Sea of Bones when I seen them at the precinct. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Okay, Sea of Bones is the equivalent of wearing concrete shoes in quicksand. I'm telling you, the fucking album causes an earthquake. It's the heaviest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I fucking love this band. They have an album called The Earth Wants Us Dead. And it's a long album, and it's a heavy album. So if you're into slow and heavy and noisy, just crushing stuff, definitely check out Sea of Bones. <clears throat> it's worth it, I'm telling you. And that's basically what I've been jamming lately. All right, man. You just did your recommendations, right? Yeah. I'll just do my recommendations. We'll get those fuckers out of the way. Let's get those fuckers out of the way, man. I'm, I'm switching. I got like two different ones here kind of because I'm all over the map with what I listen to. 
Fucking uh, and I think I, I might have talked about this band before, but I've never recommended them. We never went in depth, which who knows how much depth I'm going to do right now. But Archagathis. Oh, nice Canadian mince band. Fucking Dan. Fucking uh, Prince of Mints. It's just crushing. They have uh, I think two date. It's around sixty six releases. Oh fuck. That's between uh, full lengths, uh, split seven, split cassettes, uh, comps, all that stuff. 66 releases. Um, I think the latest one, they did a, uh, uh, a recording when they were in Baltimore, which I think they were in Baltimore when Agathocles came. Nice. They stopped in Baltimore show and they ended up recording there. They did a tape for that, but then also they did a split, which one of the last things that came out was split with Haggis. They came out, which I haven't heard it yet, but when it got published, Dan even posted that that was going to be the fucking sickest thing they did. I guarantee that split is just devastating. Oh, I could imagine. Like, yeah, you've seen Haggis. Haggis fucking rules, dude. Yeah, and then Archigathas, yeah. Like, especially, like, uh, check out anybody getting into them. I mean, they have a plethora of seven inches. Yes. Um, But they have a few full lengths, and check out the last full length, I think it was Dehumanizer, and the one before that was Canadian Horse. I highly recommend Canadian Horse. I haven't spun uh, Dehumanizer a lot, so I mean it's it's phenomenal. But I mean Canadian Horse is just fucking pissed. It has the fucking it's the straightforward just mince little sped up. Fucking got those one two beats in there. Like, it's amazing. Killer. The horse from the cover of that album is dead. Just died. Oh bummer. Kind of sad, but yeah. you know whatever. Uh, and then um, the next band is. Um, you know, I'm going to take it over to Japan for this one. It's a band called Vanishing. Kind of like a uh, metallic, motorhead-style rock and roll band. Nice. Um, they, uh, the members from it originally came from this punk band called uh, Fukaius. I always fucking, I guarantee I butcher that pronunciation. It's F-O-L-K-E-I-I-S. Okay. Uh, but um, it's like raw raw hardcore punk memory talked about is turismo singing in a japanese band singing in italian yes japanese band speak singing in finnish nice and they are fucking pissed that band is fucking pissed okay, i'll even recommend right. that band they got uh a few uh a few releases out and then they split and then vanish started and vanish being uh like metallic like rock and roll they have like one album out uh it's called wild horse they actually uh have that video on youtube which definitely check it out from there and from there like it's kind of a hard band to search for because there's like the vanishing and there's like like it's pretty vague it's it's, yeah it gets fucking weird so you almost got to search for like vanishing wild horse and you'll find stuff on YouTube about them, or you'll find uh, links to their uh, Facebook page. And a lot of the pages I found that talk about them, you have to translate to English. It's all Japanese. Okay. But I mean, fucking killer band, man. Like I, like nothing but positive for me. Cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Like I think some of their merch they just saw them release is like a football jersey. It just says vanishing on the back. I would never wear that. I know you wouldn't. But <laughs> I like I'm full support of this band though. Especially since I mean whether you like that style or not, dude, they came from a straight legit punk band. Like they have legit roots in that. Right. Yeah. Well fuck, we'll spin them too. I'm You sh- yeah, you should hear why at least at least the song Wild Horse. I think you'd really Wild do that. Horse. Okay. Yeah. I might even like rock that football jersey. <laughs> No, I hate football, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, you been jamming anything else? Have you watched anything else? Uh, yeah, you really haven't been jamming anything else. My speaker started working in my car since it's getting warm out. Uh, I've just been jamming. Always a plus. Yeah, it's like it's basically been rotating Fister Gemini and Ride Lightning. Okay, the classics. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had like Bones Brigade in there, which is like a skate thrash type band from Boston. Okay, but I, you know, you know, I'm thinking about um, actually buying you the actual Ride the Lightning album, like the CD. 
I, well, I have the burn copy. I know. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to frame that burn <laughs> copy that skips now. Oh, yeah. And I'll get you the real one. And then <laughs> we can just, like, relish over fucking the good times we've had listening to that burn copy of Ride the Lightning. Cause all the way to Chicago? And all the way back. How many times did it loop? Oh, it looped, like, 15 times, <laughs> man. We fucking... <laughs> Hit every air drum, every lick, every guitar lick, every lyric. I mean, we jammed Ride the Lightning from in a four-hour drive to Chicago and from Chicago back home. And he still has that burned copy, and now it's starting to get a little chewed up. So I think I might actually buy him a new CD, and we might have to like laminate that uh, burned copy and just praise it. I'm going to have to retire it to the rafters? Retire it, yep. I'll hang it from the roof of my car. Yeah, there you go. No, from the uh, rear view mirror. I don't have one. From the roof of your car. Yeah, do not have a rear view mirror, dude. (laughs) It'd be like a red rope licorice dispenser, except it's Ride the Lightning. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Fister Gemini, holy fuck, man. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. That album changed my life. I almost, like, just steered into a car. Second track came out. I was like, it's so good. Put his hands up. I stopped. I fucking came back. Sorry. Right on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Fister Gemini. Oh goodness. Yeah, it's one of the best albums to come out in the last ten years. I'd have to say it's fucking perfection. Dude, I told you about that though. First time I saw him was a Fister playing with Paul Bear. Yes. And um, I went and bought. All the vinyl Fister had. So I walked back with like a stack of records because they had like a a bunch of stuff that's still available. Fucking start walking away and get tapped on the shoulder. It's fucking Marcus from Fister. He's like, hey, man, you didn't pick this one up, but here's our CD. Like we, we played mainly off of this as our new stuff. And he just gave me Gemini. Yeah. Basically, it's like a thank you for dropping a fucking bunch of money on her record right i was like cool dude thanks those guys are super super fucking nice all of them man all of them yeah congratulations to kenny he just got married yeah hopefully uh you know after the honeymoon he goes on a tour i know they're doing a split with church i'm fucking really pumped again check out church there's no you it's c-h-r-c-h check that band out from cali um I can't wait for that split to come out. I love Fister. They're probably my favorite band. They they have to be. Yeah, I'm going to say they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're my favorite band. But uh, super nice guys. Super down to earth. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we uh, actually on mute just watched Slumber Party Massacre 1 through 3. Yeah, I think when I got here, two was on. Yes, two was on. I watched one before you got here. We've all seen one. Pretty much. If you haven't seen the first Slumber Party Massacre, how dare you? (laughs) You you, got to get on that. Yeah, it's a piece of cinema history. You got boobs. You got butts. You got a dude that's super creepy with a denim jacket and a red shirt running around with a fucking drill. A big drill. Killing hot chicks. Dude, do you know <clears throat> that that movie was originally written, it was titled Sleepless Nights, and it was written as a parody of the slasher genre? I did not know that. That's how it was originally written, and the studio like spun it and fucking turned it around. But it was original to be a parody. Well, I know that that was one of the first of the spoof where they were spoofing their own genre. Mm-hmm. And the director of that movie was a female. Mm-hmm. And she said that the reason she wanted to make the movie was so that it was from a different perspective of chicks wanting to party and get laid. Pretty cool. Yeah, but she got a lot of backlash about, you know, um, the way women are portrayed in film and. Yeah, she was getting backlash about that, and I don't think a lot of those people realized that it was a girl who made that film. 
No. And like, yeah. And she said she thought they were full of it because I mean, let's get, let's get fucking real here. You know, with, with the genre at that time, more guys died on, on camera than females did. Well, and also it was always a girl who saved the day at the end. The final girl. Yeah. Like, so all the dudes always died. <laughs> like yeah, every guy died. Every guy it was almost died. guaranteed. Horrible Handful guys. of movies. It was like a guy and a girl, but it was never. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't think of any right now at this point. I can't think of a time when it was just a dude who survived. No. Me neither. But yeah, that's what a time to be alive. I right. I wasn't. Uh, we were alive. I wasn't alive when that movie came out. When the movie came out? 82. Oh, fuck. It was 82, wasn't it? I wasn't yeah. alive either. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, the first wave of slasher movies. Second wave, we were alive. Yeah, the second wave and the third wave. <laughs> third wave, not so much. Don't care. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Slumber Party Massacre 1... <clears throat> kind of cool for what it was, man. Um, just a bunch of chicks that are partying. Um, some guy escapes out of prison. Just decides to stalk and kill a bunch of chicks, man. Fuck and their it. boyfriends. Gets the uh, the fucking uh, phone technician. The mm-hmm. That's how he gets like... That scene, though... Where he grips her up into the van in broad daylight, and you you see the two like after he does that, but then you see the uh, two girls walking, and if you look in the background, you see her in the van struggling with him. Mm-hmm. Like that scene, like that's fucking pissed to me. It is. Like it's like usually it's like fucking shit happens, blah blah blah, blah and then comes from that. But you actually see it like happening, like in a what's supposed to be a totally different scene, like it's happening in the background. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah, just the fact that she gets gripped up in broad daylight like that and no one sees it. Yeah. It's like, fuck. It's eerie. It's like, because shit like that happens, kind of. Especially back in the day, man. Dude, I saw uh, a few months back this story. And actually, it was like people on my friends list who I guess were friends with this person. This dude in broad daylight. And out in California, tried abducting this girl. And this guy, who I guess some of my friends out there like know him, was driving past and kind of saw it happening and stopped and jumped out and fucking saved this chick. Good. Like, I just blew my fucking mind. Like, first off, that happened in broad daylight. Secondly, like, this dude was like alert enough to kind of like just casually driving by see that like something's not right that's fucking not right mm-hmm. just stops his fucking car gets out and basically he like the dude was in the car pulling her in and he was outside grabbing like her feet pulling her out damn yeah <laughs> shit's no joke dude i said the dude who tried doing it was like well-dressed white guy hmm. like just trying to abduct the chick yeah that's fucked up man yeah well i mean russ thorne he was well dressed yeah he had nice shoes on they were like leather shoes blue jeans denim jacket nice red shirt (laughs) just a psychopathic killer though well Um, yeah when you also have a giant drill (laughs) i know it's like he just happened to hit the lottery by abducting a fucking telephone technician, and she just happened to have like this big long drill. You gotta get through cinder block walls, man. Mm-hmm. And that was his forte throughout the whole movie. Dude, I had a dude came out for like AT and T to do our shit, and um, he said because our house is built in my house was built in the eighteen hundreds. He said that uh, it's. It's more of a pain in the ass for these houses than it is for, like, new houses with concrete. Because houses, like, in the 1800s, the wood for, like, the beams and shit is, like, petrified. And it's harder than fucking concrete to go through. would imagine. 
That's why I don't worry about my house collapsing in. No. <laughs> like, they were built to last. It's it's still there. Yeah. Hopefully it collapses when I'm fucking out of it in, in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we have to, dude, the elephant in the room is Slumber Party Massacre 2. I, that's all you, man. I, all me? You, you you can talk about that movie all you want. I watched that movie once, and once was too many times. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But um, fun fact, the killer is Mike Illich's son. And for those of you who don't live in Michigan or, or aren't familiar, Mike Illich owns Little Caesars Pizza. He owns the Tigers. He owns the Red Wings. Oh, for, for he, sh- he, you might want to throw an ED on the end of those. He's dead now. Oh, he owned. Yeah. <laughs> He actually just passed away. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, uh, his son played the killer, which blew my mind. It blew my mind when you told me that. You told me that a few weeks back. I didn't know that. My friend Stacy actually figured that out. Fuck, I, just, I never. I would a. I would have never looked that movie up to find right. like interesting <laughs> facts. Yeah, it's uh, pretty rough uh, to sit through. Um, if <laughs> if you're into <laughs> if you're into uh, 80s cheese at its at its finest, that you're gonna find it in this movie, and the killer is just really fucking ridiculous and over the top. The dudes in this movie are ridiculous and over the top. The band in this movie is ridiculous and over the top. Everything about this movie just screams like, I don't want to watch this. This fucking movie is a sharp left turn from the first one to me. It's rough. Like a sharp left turn into a brick wall. <laughs> yes. Who in their right mind came up with the idea? I mean, the concept of a guitar with a drill at the end is fucking cool to me. But could the way, be. Could it, be. It could be. It has the potential to be cool, does it not? But in this movie, not so much. Yeah, not when you're a, a like fifties greaser dude with like <laughs> tassels hanging off your leather, doing like snap dances and twists, heel toes, heel toes, fucking twists <laughs> and like thrusting with it. No, no, not even a little bit. Nothing on that movie that I can get behind. Yeah, I don't blame you. I Even th- like the scenes where he's not in it, and it's them like at the slumber party, and they're doing like choreography, like dance. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, who does that? I mean, I get it's like a far stretch. Like, who the fuck? Slumber parties like chicks don't get just getting fucking naked and like hang out in nighties. But okay, yeah, I get that too. But they definitely don't do choreography. They don't have fucking dances. It's not all like... That doesn't happen either. No. (laughs) No. Which one's more likely? That chicks will be like in their underwear or that chicks are going to be doing dances? I'm going to say chicks in underwear is more likely at a slumber party than chicks doing dances. Yeah. Like in sync with each other. Yes. Unless they're doing the cha-cha. There's no no choreography at slumber parties. No. Maybe at cakewalks. Not at slumber parties. <laughs> but yeah, the second one is uh, is a, a, a tough watch. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, there's not much I can say about this movie except for that it's atrocious, and I own it, and I put it in very rarely. <laughs> And Jared hates it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I only own the DVD of it because, I mean, it's on the, the collection. <clears throat> but I will never watch it. Mm-mm. If I put that disc in, because it's one's on one disc and then two and three on the other. If I put that disc in, I'm watching three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So a two-disc set. Yeah. On to the third one. The third one. 1990. Mm-hmm. Something about those 1990 slashers before Scream yeah, had a different feel to them. Had a good feel to them to me. Me too. I like the feel. Very, should I say, like nihilistic? 
a little bit. There's something about them. Like, I mean, uh, Sorority House Massacre 2 had, it was like 90s. Okay. And it was very sleazy. Yes. Oh, they're very sleazy. Yeah, yeah that's they're what I super dug. sleazy. Yeah. This one is not sleazy like Sorority House Massacre 2, because that one was just, I mean, just look up all those actresses and try not to find an adult film, <laughs> like, in their fucking yeah. films they've been in. But, I mean, this one, I dig it. Yeah, me too. It's good. This they, one takes it back to like the same, what the first one was. Mm-hmm. That same storyline, the same. Uh, that's how it was laid out. It's just a basic fucking slasher. There's no like rockabilly dudes, nothing off the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah. Which, when you look at these, the three movies as a whole, where the fuck does the second one fit in? Hey, you know where the fuck did it come from? Where did it come from? Who who thought of this? Whose brainchild was this? But the third one is fucking is good. It's right up there with the first one. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same it's the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Same formula. Yeah, same formula. Yep, a uh, bunch of kids at the beach and. Some creepy guys staring at all the chicks, of course, dressed in all black. And then there's the uh, the like Ken doll looking dude, mm-hmm. who I guess the one girl like went to school with. Mm-hmm. So they meet like two, these two dudes. They meet, and then kind of just goes from there. Yeah. And then uh, the thing is, in this one, is you don't know who the killer is until later in the movie. Like you have the screener VHS. Yes. <laughs> and you know it as soon as you look at the back of the movie. <laughs> right. The case gives it away. But if you're just watching the movie, the first one, you knew who the killer was. They showed him right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he, yeah. He's just right out in the open. Like, I'm, I'm the dude that's going to kill everybody in this movie. This one, it, you think that it's the weird guy that returns the address book. That's who they, they kind of set you up to think that they want you to think that. I yeah. guarantee that's it, they wanted you to think it's this weird fucking guy. Yeah, the weird guy that's like stalking around and yeah, but it really it's not. It's the Ken doll guy. Yeah, he has like a whole history with his uncle, or I think it was his uncle. Yeah, they might have cut some of that out. I don't know. I watched <laughs> it with commentary and they talked about some shit. Do they have anything to do with the first one? His uncle and all that. If it did, I zoned out. I don't think was it his did. uncle Russ Thorne. I don't think his uncle was. Fuck, okay. maybe his uncle was. I don't know. I zone out a lot with movies. I get, I just get this sidetracked. I don't think his uncle was Russ Thorne, but it might have been. Okay, yeah, because I don't know. Um, I don't think so either. Something about his uncle being a cop. Yeah, his something with his uncle, and like I think like uh, I was watching with a commentary, and they were talking about how. They were supposed to do like almost his backstory, and it was supposed to be a super artsy with like these weird fucking angles, and it was about to be how he got abused by his uncle, and like oh. the abuse. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was not. That's not in the copy that I have. Yeah. So I don't know. But I don't but, know. There's fucking uh, also uh, sorority house massacre too. That whole storyline and that house is slumber party massacre one. Yes. Can somebody explain this to me? I've seriously hunted explanations down. I've not been able to find them. Somebody's like, oh, well, sometimes they use stock footage. I'm like, no. They don't use stock footage for this one. This one is, it's in the fucking storyline. They were explaining the killings from the first Slumber Party Massacre, but this movie is Sorority House Massacre 2, but they're (laughs) explaining the killings from Slumber Party Massacre 1, also showing scenes from slumber party massacre one yeah it's one of those weird mysteries that i it's kill i, I it pisses me off <laughs> i don't because it makes zero fucking sense there's a fucking copy of that on ebay that i want to buy but i i agree with you it makes zero <laughs> sense i don't get it i've i've looked i've nothing 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 there's nothing that came back to like okay that's a legit reason no no it's just a fucking weird mystery, man. Yeah, I don't... Anybody out there, watch Sorority House Massacre 2, and it's going to be around the mid... Uh, actually, might be a little bit before midway point of the movie. They're going to start talking about the history, and it's going to be... You're going to realize that the house is the house from Slumber Party Massacre 1, 
and the scenes they show are from Slumber Party Massacre 1. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. No. Don't get it. But uh, Sorority House Massacre 2 pretty sleazy in its own right oh yeah dude all like well sleazy as fuck all those girls uh i think almost all of them were uh adult film stars mm. like every, every single one of them has a shower scene that goes on longer than any shower scene should <laughs> yeah not complaining about it but you know it is what it is right <laughs> but i love like sleazy movies so i don't care me too but uh yeah, I've seen that where they're in the house and they're drinking and I'm gonna go take a shower. Yeah, and it's like she gets done after ten minutes. I'm gonna go take a shower. Is that all right? Well, yeah, like the weird dude that's like stalking around the house. Yeah, with the flannel on, dude. Did, but did you know? Uh, in uh, some part of Massacre Three, there's actually there was like a couple people in there who were in like other movies that actually kind of went on and did other things oh really yeah like uh one chick um i think she played janine she was in nightmare on elm street 4 as the pinup girl the pinup girl drawn a blank four was a uh, dream master yes pinup girl hmm. but then also that was just kind of like because I couldn't even think of who the fucking pinup girl was. But never know she four. I have no idea. The other girl was uh, Marta Cober. That's her actual name. She was Sandra in Friday 13th Part 2. And then she played in Neon Maniacs. And she was in Red. No shit. Well, you have done your homework, sir. Because I did not know that. That is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Sandra? Couldn't tell you. But she was in fucking 13th part two. I can't think of who Sandra was. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That movie came out nine years before. Mm-hmm. Or nine years after. Slumber Party Massacre 3 came out nine years after Friday the 13th part two. Yeah. So, who knows? Shit, honestly, nine years after part two. No, part two didn't have kids. It's gonna say she could have been one of the kids, but she, part two didn't have kids. There was no kids. No, that was six. Uh, then fuck, who knows? She was somebody. Yeah. But also, that person went missing. In real life. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Like. <laughs> I was watching it with the commentary, and they were talking. The the dude who was running the commentary mentioned it, and at that point of the commentary, which was right before the DVD collection came out, and the DVD collection came out probably fuck almost at this point. I'm gonna guess damn near a decade ago. At that point, she was already missing for four years. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> fuck. It's that Friday the Thirteenth curse, because you know uh, what's her face. Uh, from the first Friday the 13th and the beginning of the second one had a stalker. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, Adrian... What the fuck was her name? Can't remember. I can't remember it. Yeah. But you know I'm horrible with fucking... Yeah. Names. Yeah, I can't remember what her name was. I want to say Amy Steele, but that's not it. Because no. Amy Steele was... That's the main person from 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Slumber Party Massacre 3. Um, I say give it a watch. Yeah, definitely watch it, man. It's it's worth it. Um, it's uh, right along the same lines as the first one, which is a good thing. Yeah. has nothing to do with the second one. There's they, no connection. They brought it back to, like, the same formula. It's, yeah. It's just a fucking slasher film mm-hmm. for the most part. Yep, slasher film um with a twist at the end or towards the end yeah um pretty cool kills <laughs> namely one would be the dildo kill <laughs> <laughs> someone throws a dildo into a bathtub that's plugged in before they were battery operated i would imagine and uh fries the chick to a crisp 
Yes. Pretty fucking awesome. It's also the first kill, which is, I mean, it's, it's pretty standard, but it's the fucking drill, like, through the back of the car seat. Yes. Through her chest. Yep. They said they wanted to do that because, like, it's, like, standard that the first kill is, like, a fucking, uh, like, promiscuous girl. They just wanted the first kill to be a random person. Like, oh. this person's, like, just random as fuck. Like, there's nothing about this person ever. And just she just gets fucking killed. Yeah. Just some random chick walking from the beach or... Yeah, she, like, gets in her car and it's just, like, fucking, wham, fucking drill through the back of the seat. Made no sense. Nope. And it was because they were talking about it. They were like, oh, the first kill is always, like, a promiscuous girl. Like, let's just kill some random person. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah. That's what we've been watching. That's what we've been doing with life. That's what we've been listening to. How about you guys? Why don't you let us know what you've been watching, what you've been listening to? I think we've tried doing this before. No one gives a fuck. No, we get some feedback. Have we? Yeah. I don't see it. I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you do, I don't see it. I throw out things. I've done like those like Instagram posts, and I like oh slashers and oh death films. What's your favorite of either of these? And like nobody. No, we got our core. Get ch- get crickets. We love um, Will from Buffalo. He's I think it's Buffalo. Yeah, Will it's Terrence. Buffalo. Yeah, uh, James from Turkey. Yeah, dude, he's been fucking. He's I think he just wa- uh, listened to all of them back to back because he's been hitting me up about everything yeah me too and um sorry james i work a ton i tried to get back to you but i think the hour difference is just weird from here to turkey i don't know i could be wrong but i'm usually at work when you hit me up so i don't know the difference but it has to be at least eight hours yeah i'm thinking so um but uh big ups to uh anyone that you know gives us feedback Love it. Hopefully you guys dig it. And uh Dude, talking to the uh Forty Ounce of Horror guys. There, there might be a uh collaboration going on next time we all hang out. Which I mean we they live in Indy, we live here. So uh it's only at conventions really, but I mean there might be like a uh forty ounces of horror burnt offerings collaboration episode. Yeah, that would be uh amazing and for those of you who don't know 40 ounces of horror definitely check out their podcast yes it's really good i think they've been getting busy with life yeah so it's kind of been uh more sporadic but i mean i mean just check out their back catalog they got enough Mm -hmm. enough to fill your time yeah and you'll get a kick out of booze and gone bad it's fun yeah it's a little segment that they do about drunken stories that people send to them not going to tell you which episode, but listen to them. You'll find an episode with me on it. Yes, Boozing Gone Bad. Not of the Boozing Gone Bad, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. Same episode in general. Yeah, you were on an episode. <laughs> that's right. At a convention. You just got to listen to them all. You got to find it. Mm-hmm. It's a treasure hunt, really. Yeah, where's Waldo? Where's Jared? Where's Jared? He's he, Which episode is he in? <laughs> you gotta find it which webisode is he in did i say webisode <laughs> yeah. episode which episode is he in right on dude fuck it who cares man yeah but uh yeah that's uh that's what we have this week i'm pretty sure that's about it man like yeah. i mean i i haven't watched anything that would relate to this podcast at all no um uh, i covered all you know again Church, Belzebong, Dope Lord. Check out Holy Parish of Doom on YouTube and Sea of Bones. Listen to Sea of Bones. Dude, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to go everything I listen to and everything I mentioned, like Archigathus. Uh, check those guys out. Uh, Vanishing from Japan. Uh, if you want to look, look up those guys, seriously, just type in like Vanishing Wild Horse after it. It'll pop up the video, which is to connect to their Facebook page. You can find what you want. I mean, worth checking out and then uh broken bones diamond head angel wish i will fucking plug diamond head and angel wish every episode fucking fight me yes i don't even care i'm with you (laughs) i'll drink to that i don't even fucking care man for all like the raw punk and grind that i listen to i i don't give a fuck man 80s new wave british heavy metal yep new album 
all in my life. Yeah, all in my ears. It needs to be all in your life and all in your ears. But until next time. Yeah, guys. Have fun. Later.